0: Christy, can you hear me? Yes,
1: I like these mics better. Can you sing along? I can't because I don't know the words. Christy, can you hear me? I can.
0: Will you be my friend? No. Hello and welcome to episode 105 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is Thursday, September 17th, the year of our Lord, 2015, and I am Jeremy, and joined here by my illustrious, wonderful glowing, smart, funny, talented, partner in life, in crime, and in love, Christina Wise, everybody.
1: Hello.
0: How's it going, Christy? Okay. Okay. You guys, we're just going to, um, this is kind of a, a grab bag episode that we have for you today. We've just got a, a, a lot of little things to cover, some fun uh, callbacks to previous episodes and kind of updates on, on things that we've been talking about in the past, and uh, some exciting life things happening. I guess you could say, and uh, we're gonna wrap it up. I'm not sure how long it'll be because we have to get on a plane early tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. and we haven't packed. We're heading to the wonderful, the windy city, the home of the shiny bean. This sh- Chi- town. I think that's what they call it. Chi- Chi-town Chicago Illinois <laughs> it's gonna be fun <laughs> it's gonna be fun I, Jeremy Henson from the Eureka podcast um ding uh sent me a message and said did you know that you said at the end of last episode that you're going to Chicago to see green the Green Bay game
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: said uh yes yes I do he said did you mean the Bears nope nope, nope. I meant the Green Bay game. We are driving. How how long is the drive?
1: Three ish hours. Okay. However, we will be extending that drive because we plan to hit up Cheese Factory. Cheese Factory.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I was. I read somewhere somebody posted on my Facebook or something that there's like a cheese castle.
1: Mm-hmm. We're going to that. We're
0: going to the cheese yeah. castle. All right. I will. Uh, I will pack. I will pack the recording equipment. And we'll see if we can uh, do a little recording Yeah, from the road. All right. Um, so, Christy, uh, did you listen to last week's show, the one you were on with uh, Weedini, the marijuana magician? I did. Did you get any feedback from it? You hear anything?
1: Mm, um, Bobby Pape said that he got the card. Yes.
0: Yes, he did. So uh, did you listen to it? I can't remember. Did you listen back to it? I mean, I know you were there. No. At least kind of present. I mean, you were at least physically present. Maybe not emotionally present when we recorded. Um, so <laughs> I was listening back through it and kind of trying to edit it and realized that maybe maybe um, some magic doesn't convey best in an audio format.
1: It took you Liz, not even... Okay, So as soon as you said the idea, mm, I thought that Yeah. as soon as it was happening, I thought that Mm -hmm. it took you thinking of this episode, Mm -hmm. recording the episode, and then editing. You Mm -hmm. finally realized that that's probably true. Okay.
0: Well, and so here's the thing. There was like a 10 minute stretch in the last episode where he was having us draw some cards and organizing stuff and whatever. And it was, you know, it was interesting. We were, we were tracking with it. Um, the only issue, so I, you know, I was listening back through it and it ended up being about 10 minutes. I tried to cut some of it out. Um, and he listened to it right after I posted it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Did you cut part of this out? And I was like, uh, yeah, I was just trying to shorten it up a little bit, but apparently I violated some kind of magician code. Or if anybody that was a magician would have listened to it, they would have perhaps, uh, known that something was afoot why i i don't know because of the part that i cut out had to do with i don't some kind of secret magician code apparently so i quickly had to go back and fix it <laughs> and re- repost the episode so depending on when you downloaded it probably the first 50 to 60 people that downloaded the episode got the edited down version and everybody else got the uh, the extended cut Okay, but uh, but you know, I was kind of surprised. I thought that this was going to be one of those episodes that people kind of got excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- did not get that. Did not get that response. I did get one person saying they had to turn it off. No, oh. um, because
1: because magic doesn't convey. Not because.
0: Well, they just um didn't appreciate. They just didn't appreciate the humor. I suppose they just didn't see the uh, the magic. To uh, borrow a phrase from <laughs> the guest's name need the marijuana mm-hmm. magician. Anyway, so I, I was surprised. I thought that that was going to be one of those episodes that maybe had a little more traction than it did. But uh, evidently, I was wrong.
1: Yeah. And I asked you to – did you cut out the part that I asked I did. you to? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then we don't need to hash that <laughs> out.
0: Now I'm going to have to cut this part out or else people are going <laughs> to wonder what the deleted Make em scene wonder. was. wonder. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be um premium content, mm-hmm. premium content. Uh, We'll find that over on uh, nerdoutloudpod.com. We'll uh, upload some premium content with all the deleted scenes at some point. You can, I don't know. Uh, That's actually something we could do. I mean, not that anybody – I don't think that um, it would probably be worth the time and effort to set it up, but we could make it so – because every time we record an episode I do edit stuff out mm-hmm. but I save the stuff that I edited out so we could have like a bonus track deleted scenes situation that people could go and download from our website if they wanted to for maybe like 99 cents or something just so we can cover our website hosting mm-hmm. anyway I don't know uh so I'm uh, I'm now going to be a soccer dad <laughs> That's kind of exciting. Yeah. I remember my whole life growing up. uh, My whole life growing up. Ellie, my daughter growing up, uh, I always said that I would be fine with my kids playing sports, but never soccer because I'm just kind of annoyed with a lot of the times people that are into soccer are kind of snooty about it. Mm -hmm. And then they're always like, oh, I'm talking about what the rest of the world calls football. Not American football, and they kind of look down on their nose.
1: You think that soccer disdain. moms know that? I don't know. Or soccer dads? I don't know.
0: But I always said, I always said my 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 kid was never going to play soccer, mm-hmm. and uh, here I am. Uh, evidently, she has been signed up for soccer. So yeah. now I'm going to be. Soccer the reason day. why
1: I wasn't um, excited about this is that they practice so much. Soccer is one of those sports where rain or shine, yeah. they play. Yeah. When torrential there's, down. unless like, there's Unless there's lightning, they I, play.
0: I feel like there's no down... There's no off-season. I feel like soccer's happening no, all the time. Is. But at least, I mean, she's young, so we still have... Hope, I have to learn how soccer works now. Apparently, there's an offsides rule that nobody understands. Multiple people have tried to explain it to me. I still don't understand it. Is it
1: no one understands it or you don't understand it?
0: No, apparently, there's quite a bit of confusion about the offside rule. Okay. But uh, I went to a Sounders game. So I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But other adventures in parenting... I also had a another first today <laughs> and i 've talked about this before when it comes to parenting i uh, in a lot of ways, I feel like all of the parents go to like parent meetings just in general, like they go to some kind of class uh, to learn how to be a parent or to just know things that parents are supposed to know about mm-hmm. how school works and how sports works and just how you know whatever sports when you have kids i mean. I I feel like that – and today that was very much reinforced. Uh, um, My daughter is getting to the age where she's going to be starting school, not this year but next year. But of course, now's the time that you actually have to be worrying about that stuff, Mm -hmm. which by the way, that in and of itself, I never thought I would be the guy that's worried about where he lives based on school districts. (laughs) I also never thought I would be going to soccer games. So I guess – kids change things Mm -hmm. uh well
1: your dream of always wanting to live in the city
0: yeah that's uh going the way of the buffalo
1: right the buffalo is that what we say now yeah i think that's the
0: thing people say
1: no going the way of the buffalo no of the dodo because buffalo are still around i could go get a buffalo burger from where i am right now
0: oh so you say going the way of the dodo
1: yeah because the dodo doesn't exist anymore oh I don't Someone think that's true. Someone sharpshoot me because Somebody's, I'm sure they, you are. Going
0: the way of the buffalo is definitely a thing. That's definitely if a thing If only we that had say. an
1: internet machine that could tell us. So
0: I went to <laughs> the school that I'm trying to get my daughter oh, into right. is not a, I'm, I'm right? Wait. Going oh. the way of the buffalo. Can you just say in the clear so I can edit it and save it? Maybe I'll turn it into a ringtone. Can you say that one more time? What no. I'm what? I'm going to. I'm what? so i'm the school that i'm trying to get my daughter into it's it's called a choice school and it's in a certain school district it's not a uh charter school it's a choice school so it's a public school but there's like it's kind of a different that the style the teaching style is structured a little differently than a regular public public school um and because of that there's a waiting list to get in, and to get on the waiting list, you have to go. You mm-hmm. have to go to a tour, and then get a name on a waiting list, and then there's a lottery. Mm-hmm. And this is just something that I never thought in a thousand years that I would you would be care doing. about, right? Not only would I not, I just yeah, and I'm I'm irritated. I mean, I obviously I care about my daughter's education, and I want. I want the best for her, so I have to do all this stuff. But I'm just still a little dumbfounded that I go there. And every time I go to these things where there's other parents and stuff, I always feel so out of place. I I feel like – have you ever been in a situation where you start a class like a week later than everybody else? Or you you walk into a party and everybody's already eight drinks in?
1: Or everyone knows each other
0: and you're just like the new person and Mm -hmm. you just got off work and you kind of just want to go home and take a shower and put on sweatpants or whatever. I feel like that when I go to these things (laughs) where like I walk in and somehow all of these parents are like speaking some language that I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I just very much feel like
1: parenting handbook and you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's so,
0: it makes me so uncomfortable, but so there was this, uh, on top of that, there was, uh, I had an altercation. (laughs) Well, I had an almost altercation. What happened was... An an almost altercation, where one person was like, somebody raised their hand at this tour, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's called. Orientation,
1: I guess. Kind of, yeah.
0: Somebody raised their hand and said, "Um, okay, so uh, I don't mean to be vulgar, but I've heard some things about this program and about this school that because it's different than... Because of it, its alternative, uh, c- classes, there's, it attracts, um, uh, I don't know how to say this, a certain type of person, and they're just these mixed class. And she was kind of like stumbling her way through this question that she mm-hmm. was asking. And she was like, you know, I just heard that it attracts types of people that are like drug users and people that have drug problems. Now, mind you, this is an elementary school. K, It's a K through 8, so elementary and I guess that's junior high.
1: In a white suburban yeah. sub- suburb of Seattle. Yeah,
0: in an affluent suburb right. of Seattle. And I just, uh, I, I almost, I really wanted to say something to her, but I didn't. What would you have said? I don't know. I just, I wanted to scream, are you joking? Like, are you are mm-hmm. you serious? Are you really actually asking this question? First of all, if you feel that way about this school, why would you even be here? Why would you waste your why day? Why would you ask this question? Do you think that the person leading the orientation is going to go, oh, yeah, busted. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you found us Everybody out. Everybody here is on drugs. <laughs> well,
1: say what you wish that you uh, had said.
0: Well, what I, so again, this is... They're, they're, I'm putting my daughter in a lottery for only about 60. They only have about 60 open spots in the class that I'm trying to get her into. Mm-hmm. And siblings get priority, siblings of other kids that were already in the school. This year, there was 37 siblings on the list, and those people get all the open spots immediately. Mm-hmm. So then they were only doing a drawing for 23 people or whatever. Oh, Wow.
1: I didn't know that part.
0: And so Dang. it's 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 competitive, right? It's a little whatever. And <laughs> so when she asked that question I wanted to stand up and say, "Yes, yep, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I also heard that. I heard everybody here is on drugs. Mm-hmm. I heard <laughs> you guys should probably all just go home. Definitely don't put your kids in the mm-hmm. lottery. Uh the teachers are probably on drugs. We have no we have no way of knowing." Right. They could be on drugs. We don't know. They don't yeah. drug test teachers? No. Yeah. So anyway, maybe, who knows? Maybe the teachers are on drugs. If any of the parents of this school are listening, which I'm not going to say the name of, but you know who you are.
1: You should probably drop your kids out definitely now. Definitely
0: don't. Yeah, definitely pull your kids out of the...
1: Especially if they're in kindergarten. <laughs>
0: 2016. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we'll see how that goes. I was...
1: I wish I had been there.
0: Terrified at the thought that some of the other parents there might... Someday be my peers, I guess. Peers or, uh, you know, other parents of, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a K through eight school. So you're there for a long while. time. It's a long yeah. haul. Yeah. But, you know, adventures in parenting, I guess. I just never thought that I would be the guy that is dealing with this stuff. But, uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, all right. So we skipped over this last week. We didn't talk about it. Hashtag wedding stuff. I forgot the okay. name of wedding talk. Wedding chat okay. or wedding talk. I don't know. So for those of you that are new, Christina and I, um, are not only partners in podcasting, but we are partners in life and in love. Some days we are engaged to be wed.
1: <laughs> for now.
0: Uh, for the time being. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's a fairly new thing. It's only been a month or so, and we're in the midst of planning our wedding. And uh, we have discussed whether we're going to discuss this stuff on the show for mm-hmm. multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one is it kind of opens us up to then people giving us suggestions, which I'm I'm down with. You're probably not. Number two, uh, you know, some people might not give a crap. But we put it out there on a show, ask for people to let us know, do you want hashtag wedding chat or do you not want hashtag wedding chat? The overwhelming response, and I'm not even making this up, was that no. to keep it in the show. Oh, okay. I didn't hear a single person tell me no. Those people probably just stopped listening. So,
1: <laughs> you know, which eh, whatever. Uh, so, whole, all of our Canadian cat ladies just <laughs> dropped off a few so, weeks ago.
0: Oh, moving on. When I put um, when I put when I was putting the ro- run sheet together for the mm-hmm. show, you said you wanted to have some wedding chat. I did. Hashtag wedding chat.
1: So I did because um, I just got some wedding advice mm. from someone who got married last week. Okay, and she said that you should sit down um, with your fiance and just list out what is most important to mm-hmm. you, and you know, must have, deal breakers, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And what's really funny is we kind of did that yesterday, mm-hmm. though we've both been just putting off like, oh, we well, we don't. Because you need a venue before you can pick a date. Right. And we need to know, like, we need a guest list. So there's a lot of things that preliminary work we need to do before we can even start this. So we just kind of said what we both want mm-hmm. in this situation. And it was pretty much determined that we basically shouldn't get married. Yeah, more right. or less. <laughs> no, well. Okay. Because I want... like any of my ideas. Okay. So this, this is what I want. hmm and I, I would like feedback on this. So no. welcoming feedback.
0: This is a first.
1: This, this is... I, a- I feel like
0: you've never do this. You've never open <laughs> yourself up and invite feedback.
1: Well, that's because I always get a bunch of shitty feedback <laughs> without people, um, without, without asking. Without asking. What, I mean, I guess this mm. is kind of turned into a wedding chat slash am I a jerk? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I would like is a big party... <gasps> With all of our friends, the ceremony part doesn't even really matter to either of us. We'll get married. It doesn't matter. But we just want to have a big party with all our friends. Sure. How I envision that to be is a big space, probably a DJ with dancing and fun and good appetizers and whatever. Fun dancing hangout times Mm -hmm. with our friends. Jeremy, how do you envision big party with our friends tell well, me, let me things you've let said let me
0: ask you let me just not ask you this let me say this i have a struggle with one of one of a friend of the show courtney mentioned said a phrase the wedding industrial complex yeah and i've also heard it from my father i've heard it from other people well
1: because it's a thing it's a saying no and one just made it up okay it,
0: i do not want to buy into the wedding hype i mm-hmm. think that many people that get married get it in their head or have it in their head that things have to go a certain way, have to Mm -hmm. be a certain way. And maybe even they think that it's what they want, but it's just because it's because they're trapped in the matrix and they don't know any better because what, what has been drilled into them for however many years they've been on this earth is how weddings are supposed to be. And even though they think that's what they want, it's not deep down it's not actually what they want but that if, is what i want if they if they could take the red pill or the blue pill or whichever pill it was that neo took in the matrix mm-hmm. and their eyes could be opened to a new way of life i think that i i think that it would be i think that it would be different so with that in mind so
1: you what you're saying is that you think that i have Become hypnotized to the wedding industrial situation, and and I think that that I don't want this.
0: I'm not necessarily saying that about you. You're you're pretty, you know. I'm I'm not. I'm just talking in generalities here. This was that was not an accusation. So, when it comes to what I want, I I really I don't care how nice it is. I I don't need it to be fancy. I am very much just a people person and social, and I want to just hang out with friends. And if it means that we have pizza from Costco, but because the food is cheaper, we can invite an extra 100 people, I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm.
1: The so problem the, is, where is this space that you're going to fit three to 400 people in Costco pizza? I don't know. Just a
0: warehouse or something.
1: Okay. So your ideas have been Costco pizza <laughs> mm-hmm. with 400 of our closest friends right. and Costco pizza mm. in in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Your other ideas are?
0: A swimming party. Right. You can rent an entire pool. There's an entire pool here with water slides and a lazy river and a huge swimming area, diving boards, hot tubs, a sprinkler park for kids. The entire pool for seven hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. which is cheaper than for like three hours or something, which or two hours, which is cheaper than any of the venues that we've looked at, and you get an entire pool hello, okay, so pool uh the Linwood Aquatic Center to be specific uh a bowling alley, mm-hmm. a roller skating rink. Things like that. Something, you know, non-traditional things, I would call them.
1: So because let's say this this swimming party idea, $750. Mm -hmm. Um, We can bring our own food. Yep. It's two hours of swimming. Yep. So you would rather have mass quantity of people, but not quality time because two hours and you're basically, I mean, swimming is, you know, you splash around in a pool, running around,
0: playing tag, playing tag in the lazy river. Doing double, doing double tubes down the water slide.
1: I never imagined myself getting married again, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: I never ever imagined playing Marco Polo on my wedding day. Okay,
0: well, it's not happening, so don't worry. Like most of my dreams, they've been squashed.
1: Okay, (laughs) see, this is when he becomes (laughs) that he's a jerk. So
0: anyway, it's going to be okay.
1: I think our. wedding I also think that this goes back to your Christian roots. I asked you, have have you, no, have you ever been Mm. to a non Christian wedding? You said, I think so. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. know. So I think that there's a big difference Mm -hmm. between Christian weddings Mm -hmm. and non Christian weddings. And I think that if you had gone to one, you would understand what I'm talking about because Mm. we, we've gone to a few, I've gone to a few of your kind and it's not really that fun. Mm. Like, you everyone kind of just sits around and mm-hmm. eats kind of terrible food and yeah there's very traditional things there's a shit ton of praying um it's boring right frankly mm-hmm. and um everyone's all excited and there's weirdly sexual talk because this is the usually the first time the they're going to be... have sex and everybody and knows it. it they're fucking talking about it and it's weird and mm-hmm. it's creepy and it's just inappropriate in so many different ways. We have a whole episode about it, but that's the kind of wedding you're used to. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not the kind of wedding that I envision. And I feel that you won't be happy or satisfied unless we're doing something like we're going to be in a hot air balloon and (laughs) jumping off Uh when it gets to the top Mm -hmm. and whatever. And, that's becoming a little frustrating to me.
0: No, we'll figure it out. I, our wedding's going to be fun. It sounds like probably what's going to happen. We're tr- still trying to fi- figure out a venue thing. We have a couple ideas, a couple people that we've talked to, a few things in the work, so the works. <laughs> um, uh, and I think uh. I think it's gonna be fun. I, I think that what's gonna happen is we're gonna end up having this kind of a, a, a revolving weekend long event. And there will be yes. probably some kind of bowling situation or a roller skating thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. There will be a big reception party, you know, and there'll be lots of events for everybody. Uh, you know, a lot of our friends are you people <laughs> and so there's gonna be people flying in from out of town and Whatever, all that kind of fun stuff. And so we're gonna we're gonna have a series of events. So there will be a little something for everybody. And I'm sure that it will be fun. But uh, so what is it that you want people to give you feedback about?
1: Um, if I'm wrong in this uh, situation. Well, I don't think any I don't think either
0: of, of, of us are wrong.
1: Okay, then I want feedback of whether I should still get married to you or not. <laughs> ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can hear Hashtag Certain runaway people. bride. <laughs> Certain people <laughs> running to their keyboard right now. You know who you are. Um. All right. That's been hashtag wedding chat. Uh, let's do this. We have, um. I'll call this an update, I guess, on a previous episode, Nerd Out Loud 59. Philanthropy feels like sex. We talked about the ALS ice bucket challenge. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. You're making the weirdest face right now. Um, and there was a lot of people saying, Oh, good. Gonna, we're gonna raise awareness. And so on the episode, we had a, uh, somebody that was an expert in philanthropy come on and talk about what chemically goes on in your brain when you are generous what changes what things like why it's good basically and why it makes you want to give more and how it can improve your life in a broad variety of ways um we talked about the ice bucket challenge and um there were a lot of people complaining about it on facebook and on twitter all that kind of stuff uh but i saw this article come up and wanted to i feel like we would be remiss Without mm-hmm. mentioning it And it just says The Ice Bucket Challenge Leads to breakthrough discovery Really? Disprove claims of slacktivism uh, In six weeks last year The Ice Bucket Challenge Raised $115 million Now researchers at John Hopkins Have said that the donations Directly contributed To a breakthrough discovery Of a protein replacement therapy That may help reverse The effects of the disease That's awesome Yeah so to everybody out there that complained about the ice bucket challenge uh maybe just think about that mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh because it didn't I was going to say something really mean and then I decided not to say something mean That's good. But I thought that was I thought that was awesome. I mean, I I get so annoyed with people complaining about slacktivism or uh, Twitter warriors or keyboard warriors or whatever or mm-hmm. you know.
1: Can I say something? What? That kind of goes along with this thing. Okay. I actually overheard someone say today while I was at work, Mm. oh my God, what you just said is so millennial. Millennial.
0: There's (laughs) this, everybody's talking about millennials now. Have you, (laughs) I feel like I've seen so many articles about millennials. I don't know what millennials are. Do you? People that were born in the 2000s. Oh, people that were born in the 2000s -hmm. are millennials? Wait, right? I don't know. Let's look it up. You'll have to look that up. But yeah, I mean, I just, I thought that was great. So first of all, not only, like I said, did it raise $115 million, but it actually oh, is like a person reaching
1: things. young adulthood near the year 2000. Okay.
0: So I I was a millennial then. guess so. Because
1: I was, or maybe, I, I don't know. The comment that was said was the girl said, Ugh, 8 a.m. is going to be so early. And the other person said. <laughs> Uh, what you just said is sounds so millennial, <laughs> and yes, they did talk like that. <laughs> wow,
0: wow, was this at work? Mm-hmm. These are your new coworkers
1: These are not my coworkers
0: oh, just people, got it. Mm-hmm. that's good so anyway, I just I don't know, I think that's great that uh that like you know all these Twitter campaigns and hashtags and whatever else. It uh it actually does do things and it's not just raising awareness, Mm -hmm. it's raising money and not always and that money this
1: is I think that this is an exception.
0: You think this is an outlier? Yeah. Hmm. Don't you? No. I think that I think that the um the internet outrage mob uh has is very real. (laughs) I mean look at what happened with the clock guy. Yeah. I
1: think that that out of a hundred Times mm-hmm. that something like that happens, the ice bucket challenge, or um, Ahmed Ahmed, mm-hmm. um, we get one out of a hundred.
0: You think That are so? good things.
1: Yeah. I think otherwise everyone's I'm raging. Now I'm raging about the raging and now I'm raging about mm-hmm. the raging about the raging and then another thing comes up. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I get it. I get annoyed. I get really annoyed with stuff. Anytime there's a big hype train about anything, I just I get really annoyed and my immediate response is always to push back on it in some way. When everybody got excited about cereal, I was like, eh, I don't get it. Cereal." When everybody like gets on things, you know. So I I definitely understand that, but I I but don't cereal think- is
1: one that that you should be all about that should be all your jam, I
0: know no, and I am excited. there's great, like, and I can recognize that. I get annoyed with all the ice bucket challenge stuff too. I got annoyed with everybody talking about cereal, but I can't deny that it it made podcasting relevant, and well, not made just a...
1: podcasting, but it could have freed a man that is unjustly oh. been prisoned, <laughs> yeah that too for That too a lifetime we'll see
0: jury's still out on that one, but Literally. we'll see, <laughs> so. Anyway, I mean I I get it. I get annoyed with that stuff, but I don't think that it I I think that I think that it is overall I would lean towards it being a good direction that we're headed, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the court cor- cor- course correction that happened over the course of 6 hours with this Ahmed guy, this guy in Texas brought a uh he was a 14-year-old kid, right? Mm-hmm. And he brought a, a alarm clock that he made to school and you know he was a dark skinned guy and mm-hmm. uh, the teacher somebody thought it was a bomb and he got arrested and within 6 hours he was being invited to the white house he got a scholarship to uh space camp he's been invited to facebook the facebook campus he's been invited to intern at twitter <laughs> he got invited to the google science fair i mean this is this guy's life is never going to be the same he got interviewed by MIT so you know i I think that, uh, well,
1: going back to, I mean, I haven't read any more of the details than when the first, when it first happened. Yeah. I don't understand why the science teacher didn't speak out and say, Hey.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the details of what went down.
1: Why are there armed guards at the, at the school?
0: Was there armed guards?
1: Well, where did the handcuffs come from? Somebody called the
0: police? I think Who? And the, the police came Who out
1: called the police,
0: a school administrator, or something.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. This person, that person needs to be fired. Yeah. Yeah. Although it, it is funny. I have someone, um, that's a, a friend on Facebook and, um, her, whenever her husband sees people that are, um, carrying weapons, like guns, mm-hmm. he screams out, Oh my God, that guy has a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In public. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, that could be, I mean, that could, that could backfire. Literally. I did that to our friend at Costco the other day. Mm-hmm. We have a friend that um, carries a gun every once in a while. And I asked her very loudly at Costco if she was <laughs> carrying her gun and people kind of look, but you know, I mean, I know that there is, you have to be careful about what you say. Like you can't scream fire in a theater is the example that I always hear. Right, right? But
1: when there's literally someone with a gun in their waistband. Yeah. That's no, not- I
0: agree. I think that, I mean, those people should be shamed because it's, the Year of Our Lord two thousand and fifteen. How
1: awesome is that and That's I'm sorry, The best way to do it. Don't right?
0: need to carry it an heavy gun. Around. Unless you're
1: working in a pumpkin patch.
0: Right. No, we're not talking about that. I got in trouble last time I talked about that. Uh all right, Christy. So uh Another kind of update, that's the update on the Bucket challenge situation. This isn't so much an update, but it, um, it reminded me of you had an idea a while ago uh, for an app on a mobile phone mm-hmm. that once you've taken a certain number of selfies, it would disable your camera on your phone mm-hmm. so you were no longer said able you're an asshole. to yep. take selfies. So, this is a, uh, a camera that somebody's working on that won't let you take the photo that everyone else takes. So this is a digital camera and it's got a smartphone built into it that's connected to uh Flickr which is a photo sharing service and uh it uses the geotagging data, the metadata that's in the photos. So when you like take a photo with your smartphone or with a camera, it t- it takes where you are and what device you took it on and what the location is and what time of day it is and all that stuff and it puts mm-hmm. it in the picture file and when you upload it to like Flickr that data becomes available uh, publicly. So it, this camera pulls that data down, and if you're within a certain distance, let's see, if you're if it identifies more than thirty-five photos taken in a given location about a hundred fifteen feet in any direction from where you're standing, the camera's shutter <laughs> retracts and blocks the viewfinder so you can't take the photo.
1: What would be the point of
0: that? It's so because they're saying that, like if you go to certain places in the world or if you go mm-hmm. e- everybody has the same fifteen photos of the Eiffel Tower or the Space Needle or whatever. Oh. so maybe take I think that the kind of the message they're sending is either find something new to take a picture of, mm-hmm. be unique, be creative, or just enjoy the moment for yourself, because somebody's already taken that picture, so you don't need to.
1: So it disables your camera, or it just won't let you upload to Flickr. It disables the camera.
0: This is a this is a device. It's not an app. This is a device. It's an actual digital camera that um, you carry around with you. That no has. one would buy that. I know, but it just made me think. I mean, what do you think about that? Are you on board with this idea? Like the concept overall? Are you against, no because against it's, your it? personal, Are you for it?
1: it's your personal? It's your personal. Your personal photos. I mean, you go to Paris. You don't want to take you don't take a picture of the Eiffel Tower.
0: Well, wouldn't you say that...
1: I mean, you take I mean, pictures of other things Something as well. like
0: the Eiffel Tower is probably never going to change. It's always going to look the same. Your face... Maybe. Your haven't face, you seen
1: those Doomsday movies? They always wipe out your face, the Eiffel Tower. My
0: face... I mean, a, a human being's face is a majestic creation that's intricately more complicated and beautiful than something like the Eiffel Tower. Yet you're saying we can't take pictures of your face... We can't take selfies. Selfies are bad, but taking the same picture of the Eiffel Tower that everybody has—I feel like you would be on board with this. But you're not. You're against it. Is that what? Um, is that what I'm hearing? No,
1: I'm not against it. Are anti selfie? I'm anti. Take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Just posting it. Mm. You shouldn't be able to post. Interesting. That. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm. But I the same as when people um, post photos. A vacation and it's mm-hmm. all Eiffel Tower or yeah. I don't know anything else in Paris, but fla la la yeah. la land. I it's boring. I don't look at it.
0: Right. Well, and I think that this is. I think that this is great. I think it's a great concept, and I like I like that it challenge you challenges you to take a new photo, take a photo of something new, find a new angle, find a new. Look up and enjoy the view of the Space Needle or the Sears Tower or whatever. Or I guess it's not called the Sears Tower anymore. It's called something else. But, uh, I guess not. I think I thought I saw somebody posted on my Facebook. But you know, take, take the view, look at it or whatever, but then look around, look to the side. Maybe there's something while everybody else is staring up at the tower, look over to your right and to your left, and maybe you'll find a new source of beauty you know mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i like it i kind of like it i'm i'm not so much on board with your selfie thing but i'm kind of on board with this one i'm 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 surprised at your response but uh what you going to do what you going to do all right it's now time for everybody's favorite segment <laughs> i don't know if it's everybody's favorite segment uh actually no everybody's favorite segment for sure is coming up in a minute but first we have a very special edition of Am I a Jerk? Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around. Now, usually, usually this is uh, somebody else submitting themselves before the court. We had a couple of weeks ago. I think we had Jeremy Henson from the Eureka podcast. Mm-hmm. He uh, he he submitted himself before the court. Oftentimes it's you. This one is actually me. Yeah, this wasn't is was actually me submitting myself before the court of of jer- mm-hmm. And uh, maybe we can get some feedback from you guys, and you can let us know what what you think. And this probably should have been in uh, in wedding chat. Well, maybe not. I mean, it has nothing to do with our wedding. It has everything to do with maybe whether we should get married or
1: not. Yeah. I said I asked if it was grounds for divorce. Mm. So pre-divorce, do
0: you, do you want to kind of lay it out, or should sure. I? Should I lay it out? Sure. Okay.
1: So I have I at my former job I had a coworker mm-hmm. who was Canadian,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she would be my. um Hook up for Canadian snacks. Mm -hmm. So every once in a while, and I didn't want to overwhelm her, but every once in a while I'd be like, Hey, can you grab me some of those, uh, um, all dress chips on your way out? Hey, if you're stopping by a store and sometimes she couldn't because she would ride the train and she didn't want to stuff her bag full of whatever. And sometimes she would bring me back, um, treats that I didn't necessarily like such as Canadian chocolate, which is better than American chocolate. But anyways, um, I'm not really a huge chocolate fan. But as I was leaving for my going-away present, she hooked me up. Tons of snacks. And um, was it this week? We had half a bag of all-dressed chips left. Okay. And all the way home on my commute on the bus, I was so excited. Because then I also... Get off the bus and then walk a mile mm-hmm. home. And the whole way, I'm like, those all-dressed chips. Mm. They're it waiting wasn't for me. It was half a bag. Yeah, it was. Okay,
0: sorry. I'll let you tell your story and then I'll
1: tell them. Um, it. Um, it, half a bag. They're waiting for me. Mm. They're calling my name. I get in and I open the cupboard. Gone.
0: Mm-hmm. No more. No more.
1: All-dressed chips. No more
0: all-dressed chips.
1: So I text Jeremy and said, did you eat <laughs> all the chips? Uh-huh. And he said, yes. And he said, well, to be fair, not all of them. But I did finish them. I ate the last of the chips. Right. And here's my defense.
0: Okay. So first of all, I would take Umbridge. Leaving,
1: taking the last bit of toilet paper is one thing, which you do often. Right. Not changing it out, not having an extra roll. That happens. This is worse. Mm. You don't take the last of Mm. The all dress chips that you can only get in a different country that were given to me as a going away present.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, they weren't given to us. No, me. You didn't have to. Did you
1: work there? Did you have to work there for a year? (laughs) So,
0: okay. you have to deal with that situation? So here's here. Okay. Point number one. Let me just say this. I take slight umbrage with, I don't, I'm, I'm not willing to go as far as to say that it was half a bag of chips. It was definitely less than half. And I had had maybe two or three chips out of there. Two or three chips, that's it. Not even handfuls, bowlfuls, anything like that. So less than half. You had had the majority of the chips in that bag. And yes, I did. I did take the last of them. But in – I'm trying to think. Like the ratio. I mean percentage-wise, you definitely consumed much more of the chips.
1: And there was other chips
0: there as well. There was other chips in the Yeah, but I don't like those ones. From Canada. I
1: don't like those ones. I don't like the cheesy, (laughs) crunchy ones. Hmm. All
0: right. Okay. Well, I say I'm not a jerk because you still had more than me. They were all
1: mine. Bobby (laughs)
0: Bobby Pape, uh, your your co-host on the Little Red Bean Wagon, pitched in in a chat that we were in and said... That he will let, <laughs> he will let. He said, "Tip from a married guy." Uh, he uh, he said he will let the last of the food go moldy before he eats it because he just doesn't want to deal with. it. Well, that's
1: it. the thing is you normally ask. Yeah, well, like you over ask. You mm. said the other night you said, D- "Do you mind if I take these leftovers to to work for lunch?" Mm-hmm. They were yours. Mm-hmm. Like you over ask, but then. My goddamn chips. (laughs) You stole all of them. Mm -hmm.
0: So you say I'm a jerk. Yeah. So we're at a stalemate here. Guys, tweet us or Facebook us or message us or whatever and let us know what your vote is.
1: Hashtag runaway bride. (laughs) Hashtag
0: runaway pride. All right. Now let's... I have uh, a drone strike. Oh, you do? Okay.
1: Is it... Too Is it too late? Should zone. I wait till next week? Go for Let's it. let wait till next week. Okay, we'll
0: wait till next week. So glad we uh, went through that. Um, we have one last segment, guys. One that hasn't been here for a while, and I'm I know that you all missed it. I've had people asking me, "Where is it? Where is it? I need some space news in my life." And I'm i uh, I'm here for you guys. I'm here for you. T-minus three minutes and counting. Five. four, Two, one.
1: Liftoff. We have
0: a liftoff. All right. So, Christina, are you familiar with the fact that we, um uh the New Horizons mission, we flew this thing. I mean, we spent 10 years flying a space probe to Pluto, the, the then planet, now no longer classified as a planet. I guess it's a dwarf planet, Pluto. No. The New, new Horizons mission? We've talked about this. You don't know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh, I mean yes. <laughs> <Are> <laughs> yeah, you the thing that's attention? circling around—it's
0: not circling. It's go- it's gone. It it flew by Pluto and kept on going.
1: But that's what I mean. It's not no. landing on it. I didn't no, know the name of it. No, it flew by. Um, at, you know it, it.
0: We've gotten some of the pictures from it. I think it went by. It flew by in um, July.
1: I mixed up that in the comet thing.
0: Hmm. Oh, right, right. That's Rosetta that you're thinking of. So this this spacecraft by the name of New Horizons we sent it to fly by Pluto take pictures that we've never seen before um the point of closest approach was at uh, on July 14th and you know it did this intricate series of maneuvers as it was going by with different you know cameras and sensors and devices and took a bunch of readings and um we will be getting it takes a long time to get uh, messages from this spacecraft, and so we're still. I mean, as we speak,ing we're still downloading stuff from July, and we'll actually, we'll continue downloading data and photos and stuff like that for the probably, I think, the next year. I think until maybe October of next year.
1: Get a notice like my iPhone that says. Out of space? Yeah,
0: probably. Okay. Probably. But there's uh, some... You better new-
1: not take any photos that have been taken before because <laughs> the shutter might stop.
0: Mm. There there are some new photos that came out and I will probably make one of them the show image. And of course, as with everything that we talk about, I will put links to this in the show. But there are some new photos that came out today that are absolutely beautiful um, that were taken about 15 minutes after the closest approach. And so it's actually past Pluto and you can kind of see it, 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 go, they're like flat, like right along the surface of Pluto. So you can see some of the mountains and some of the glaciers. And they are, they are absolutely breathtaking. Oh, wow. And I mean, this is stuff that we've never seen before. Uh, so that's definitely worth checking out. And I just wanted to say that. So you guys will go look at it because it's, um, I mean, it's this, these are photos that not, not many people have seen. Can we seen. have
1: our wedding on Pluto? <laughs> no.
0: Uh, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that the best picture that we had of Pluto was like four pixels across. Mm -hmm. And now we're looking at these amazingly detailed photos that show layers in the atmosphere and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's absolutely nuts. So, um, we've talked about this before as well for our next news story, but the, um, uh, the, we, we being the United States, currently has no way to get to space other than renting seats aboard a, Na- a Soyuz rocket, which I believe costs – without looking. I think it's about $70 million a seat to, to get one of our astronauts up into space. Um, not only is NASA working on its own space capsule to get our astronauts into space, uh, which we will talk about in just a moment, but – they're also contracting a couple companies, um, SpaceX and Boeing, to do what's called the Commercial Crew Program. So that, these are commercial companies that, spa- that, that NASA is going to basically contract from them, uh, getting our astronauts to space. SpaceX, of course, has already been ferrying cargo to and from the International Space Station, and soon they will be cargoing people to and from the Space Station. So um, just a little tidbit about that, the Boeing capsule that they're creating... They they came out with the name of it, and it's going to be called the Starliner. So the capsule that Boeing's
1: Starliner seems to be about when people in the '60s were thinking <laughs> about the future, like right. Disneyland's Futureland or yeah. whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, yeah, it seems very. Um, it's like ret. It's like if you were to go back in time, if you were to go back, like 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 you just said. Yeah. If you were mm-hmm. to go back in time and ask them what the future would look like, yeah. they would say the Starliner.
1: The Starliner 2000. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, what would you what do you think you would call?
1: The, the well, I craft? guess I guess with Boeing, it's fine because it goes with their naming convention, <laughs> mm-hmm. the Dreamliner, that kind of thing. So, I guess that's oh, a good name for them. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and
0: Boeing's kind of an old-school company. I mean, they they've been making airplanes yeah. for forever. So So it makes sense with their their their
1: naming convention. You can
0: get behind that. What do you think you would call a spacecraft that we're going to use to get astronauts?
1: The Millennium Falcon.
0: The Millennium Falcon. Oh, all right. Okay. I like it.
1: I'm sure that that's not um, copywritten or anything. (laughs) Uh, And then
0: one last little piece of news, and this is just kind of interesting and exciting for me. And every time I talk about this, I start to tear up a little bit. Uh, but Orion, which is the capsule that NASA is making that's going to get us back into space again, us being the United States, um, Orion, the Orion capsule had entered its fabrication phase, which means we, they've just been testing. They've created some of these capsules. They sent one up into space that was kind of a test unit. Uh, they have – they're con- obviously continuing to test, but it – they've transitioned to a new phase where they're actually starting to construct the units that are going to carry people in them. And this isn't going to happen for a few years, but they've started to construct them now. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. It says, um, NASA officials said that the capsule cleared a milestone known as key decision point C or KDP C. This marks the completion of the program's preliminary design phase, which is, amazing i mean so to put this into perspective for you guys what we're witnessing right now with this orion capsule it's it's easy to kind of gloss over but so back in the 60s you know jfk got up and said uh you know we do these things because not because they're easy but because they're hard and mm-hmm. says that we're going to go to the moon and by you know within within the the decade or the decade as he said mm-hmm. and uh you know within 10 years there we were on the moon and all of The world got to watch as this happened and kind of there was this collective like excitement, I think. So what we're witnessing now is we're getting to witness that with Orion because this is, this is the vehicle that's going to take us to Mars. And we, many of us will probably be alive for that. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. I get very excited every time I see news about Orion. All right. Uh, you guys, and I don't mention this often enough, I have a Twitter account where I just, like, follow, like, 400 space accounts um mm-hmm. and retweet stuff that's interesting. And it's where I pull a lot of the stories and stuff that I share about. And it's at just space things. <laughs> at just space things. All one word. Just space things. And literally all I do is retweet people that are way smarter than me. Tons of cool pictures. Uh, mission updates from active missions that are out there in the solar system exploring <laughs> the galaxy and all that kind of fun stuff. So, if you're on Twitter and space news is your scene, uh, check out at just space news. Um, Christina, mm-hmm. did you have any closing thoughts?
1: We'll be going to Chicago.
0: We're going to Chicago, yes, our next episode. Will hopefully be recorded live from the cheese fact from the cheese castle. <laughs> in beautiful I
1: just love that there's something called a cheese castle. Home of the shiny bean. Well, the cheese castle Chi-town. isn't in Chicago. Okay. It's on the our way to is hard. It's on our way to Green Bay. So Got it. that's the thing. We're going to Chicago. Right. Sunday we will be going we'll be driving up to mm-hmm. the Green Bay game. So yes, we know that the Packers do not play in Chicago, <laughs> but there's nothing fun that happens in Green Bay, and we want to visit right. a bunch of our friends. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's and gonna be. I've never fun. been really. I've never been.
0: And uh, if you guys are in the Chicago area, uh, in or around the Chicago area on Saturday the 19th, we have uh, an invite or we have an event going on. There's like a Facebook page I created the event. It's kind of it's a lot of TBTL people from your other podcast, but if anybody's out there, we'd love to see you got somebody's coming over from like New York or something <laughs> which is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to be a fun time. Saturday night, Saturday September 19th and again there will be links in the show notes at nerdoutloudpod.com and uh you can find everything. Uh before we wrap up, I wanted to give a shout out to Amy Amy Shepard. Uh mm-hmm. she is who will
1: hear this in 6 months. In 6
0: months, uh she is at Madam Madame, I guess, Woolite. <laughs>
1: that's a good name. Uh,
0: M-A-D-A-M-E, Woolite. Um, she, is a, she is a knitter, a knit enthusiast. Uh, and so that, I think that's where the Woolite comes from. But Amy is uh, somebody that found us through TBTL, actually, I think through your other podcast, The Little Red Bandwagon. And for whatever reason, Amy has decided to go back and listen to our entire library mm-hmm. i guess and she is up through episode 61 at this point
1: oh so it won't be sixty six six months and she's kind of
0: tweeting she's kind of tweeting us along the way i just went and looked at the like the notifications tab for the nerd out loud twitter account and it's just all it's just all messages from
1: oh you need to add that on to my
0: it's all messages to my phone so Amy, i can read which is fantastic uh oh and she said she likes the new theme song That was her most recent one from Nerd Out Loud 61. So I don't know which theme song (laughs) that is. but um,
1: I hope it's the Matt and Kim one.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. But uh, So anyway, go check out uh, Madam Woolite. And I'll I'll put links to this. I've been retweeting her a little bit and stuff because it's just fun. It's kind of fun reliving this. uh, We should have had her on episode 100 because she was probably more of an expert than us at that point. She, oh yeah, She does tweet us on a regular basis and point out all the times that we contradict ourselves. Okay, it's probably just me. It's probably not you. Yeah. Stuff that I said now that I contradicted earlier in the mm-hmm. in other episodes and stuff like that. We so, should have her on. Would yeah, she come on?: Well, I think so. yeah, yeah. She wants to come on and talk about, talk about knitting.
1: Oh, I want her to talk about our show.
0: Yeah, well, sh- I'm sure that that would be part okay. of it as well. So we'll have, to, uh, we'll have to make that happen. But anyway, thank you, Amy, for listening. It's really fun to um, relive all of it, and uh, you're insane for doing it. But whatever. Christina, uh, we'll be back next week with our hopefully live from Chicago episode. Who knows what excitement we have in store. As always, you guys you can find us on nerdoutloudpod.com We've got all of our old episodes on there, all of our contact information if you just find us I mean you just look nerd Out loud pod on Twitter nerd Out loud on Facebook you'll find us. we love to hear back from you. let us know am I a jerk about the chips should Christy get married to me whatever else uh, we'd love to hear from you guys So Christy, do you have any uh, do you have any last words? Never wait for cake. And I just I just need some space. Let your nerd flag fly.
1: <sighs> How are you feeling? Tired.